show's about to start. Please welcome Melinda Bliss with Blackbird Powered Parachute Instruction out of New Hampshire. And make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Thank you. Enjoy the show. Hi, my name's Deweese, a.k.a. Wheezy. I would just fly, fly away And I always knew I couldn't stay So I had a dream that I'd just fly away I've been on my own for a minute Is it only me out here? Searching for the place to begin it Is it me? Is it you? Is it fear? Standing on the line I was given People stand, ask me why I'm here No one seems to think that I fit in But I don't wanna be like them No, cause I don't wanna be like them Cause I know that I, know that I And I had a dream that someday I would just fly, fly away And I always knew I couldn't stay Wednesday, everyone. Thanks for coming on a little bit early. Wanted to put a little shout out to Operation Flying Frogs that we're going to be talking about a little bit also tonight with our guest. Um, Krista, how are you tonight? I am good. And you? Good. How's the weather by you? A little chilly, but you wouldn't consider it chilly. <laughs> nope. like 60 maybe. <laughs> nice. All right. And Deweese, how are you? I'm doing great. How is the hand? Uh, it's better. Yeah. It'll take a little bit, but okay. it's doing better. Are you in a in a cast or wrapped up or anything anymore? No, no, it's... Oh, it looks it's beautiful. It's going to take a while. Yeah. All right. What's the weather like in Mississippi? Uh, it's a little chilly, but it's dry anyway. You in the 60s. Itching to fly also? Pardon me? Are you itching to fly? I am, but I'm not going to be able to. I may have a torn rotator cuff. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. MRI time. Yeah. Got to have an MRI uh, uh, next week. Okay. And that's related to the rollover. So we'll see. All right. Well, we'll be thinking of you and keep us updated on that. Okay. It's hell getting old. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So tonight, guys and gals, um, again, thank you for joining us. And um, 
We have Melinda Bliss. Um, she is originally from New Hampshire. And today I found out that she's actually right now currently in Florida at Denalen Airport is where she is a snowbird and she does her winter instruction down there. So I'm going to bring her in and you guys can all meet her. Hey, Melinda. Hey. <laughs> How are you doing? Doing good. Getting excited. So you actually came on an hour early as, like you said, you were pretty excited and you were working with one of your students at the time, too. So you were still working was, up. Yeah, was, fine, huh? yeah, yep, no, it, everything worked out fine. <laughs> Good. All right. And thank you again. Um, it was nice chatting with you earlier today, too, to get to know you a little bit better also. So yeah, um, if anybody has any questions for Melinda, this is she is our first powered parachute pilot um, that we've had on the show. Um, new to me, I've flown in the sky uh, with some parachutes and made sure I stayed far, far away from you guys. Um, <laughs> pretty impressive, pretty fast, um, pretty powerful. Um, so first off, tell us where, I guess, you're from, where you're at. Tell us all about that. Um, I grew up in New Hampshire, Bosquin, New Hampshire. Um, it's central um, and I'm a snowbird. I come down here to Donnell in the last couple of years. So I do my training down here um, and we work our way up the East Coast. We usually stop in Virginia Beach and do some flying and training down there um, on our way up. So yeah, all over the place. Um, there's a house down here that we have and we have a 40 foot motorhome that we do mobile training into. So we're, we have the capability to travel anywhere to, to do training. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah, pretty fun. tell, tell us when you started this. Uh, 2020. So during the pandemic, I started um, my schoolwork and I did an online course. Um, we weren't even able to go inside the airport. So I sat in the back of my car to get the Wi-Fi and, um, completed my school there and flew when I could. Um, I was traveling back and forth from Florida to New Hampshire, basically on the weekends, um, trying to get it all in. I finally completed, I think, May of 2020, early May. Yeah. Wow. And then from there, I just kind of went on and I did private pilot and I started studying for CFI and I, I just haven't stopped since I started. I got bit by the bug. I guess. All right, yeah. gals, you got any questions? How many students have you had so far? Um, I will be, um, this will be my seventh one um, taken to certification uh, since last March. So, okay. yep. Yeah. How, how many hours does it take for you to, to, it's a sports pilot license, is that right? Sport I mean, pilot, yep. Um, so the minimum is 10 hours of dual time, uh, dual training and two hours of solo. But um, I bring my students far beyond that. Um, you know, they usually end up with about 20 hours to 25 or so before they're done. Um, I want them to leave super confident, you know, uh, when they leave here. So I take them above and beyond that. I think that's important, but that is the minimum. It's 10 of dual and two of solo. Two solos? 10? Uh, ten two points. hours of solo. Oh, yeah, two, two hours, hours of solo. Of solo. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. not just flights itself. Right. Yeah. Two hours of dual training. I mean, okay. solo training. Yep. Yep. Okay. We typically allot about two weeks for that. And it's all weather depending and student progression. So. You can do it okay. in less time, but you guys know sometimes if the weather doesn't cooperate. <laughs> right. Okay. So Tony Marzano out in Las Vegas is asking why powered parachute and not powered paraglide like us? Um, I, I like to sit down and actually I was, I was introduced to this first. I didn't even know powered parachutes existed um, before 2020. 
Um, so this is, this was the first thing that, um, I've come face to face with. And, uh, I, I guess I tried it and I just loved it and I didn't want to stop. Uh, I didn't want to come down. <laughs> Makes sense. Yep. Question. Um, you know, there, yeah. Krista. I was on mute. Sorry. Uh, so you've been playing for two years. Um, who else is mm -hmm. into it with your family? Um, nobody in my family. So I'm, I'm the first pilot of my family, but I'm hoping to get my brother to train. So if he's watching, he needs to get studying again. <laughs> oh, I know he's been on posting your stuff around when we sent this all out uh, last week. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah, he's he's a good brother. But um, and he was actually the first one to be in aviation. He was in Civil Air Patrol and he's always been obsessed with airplanes. So um, but, you know, this this just uh, bit me and I went with it. <laughs> Nice. So Will Fly wants to know, do you fly in Georgia too? Uh, I have not flown in Georgia. General aviation, I think he means. Oh, general aviation. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. General aviation, I'm um, sorry. So that no, was... That's okay. No airplanes. Um, not yet anyways. That's not to say I, I won't do it someday, but um, I've got my hands full with this right now and, and training students. So I, I um, like to focus on this. Sorry, Will, I'm a dummy. <laughs> I would have thought the same thing. GA is Georgia. That's right. Yeah. Well, Will. <laughs> Girls here. Yeah. I'm blonde. <laughs> Do you keep track of your flights? Do you have a, like a log book? I do. I log every flight in. Yep. Okay. Do you know about where you're at? Um, I think around 300 hours, maybe a little bit more. Okay. All right, Krista. Uh, we got one from Mark McRoy. He wants to know if you'll be at Bad Apples. Fly in. Bad Apples. Where is that? Georgia. <laughs> it's in Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's actually so the first I weekend. It's like May 12th weekend. Gotcha. Um, I don't have any plans on being at Bad Apples. Um, I will be at Sun and Fun uh, working at the Power Shoot booth. Um, I'll be there. That's the only one I've been so, to so far. So explain that, what you're going to be doing there. Um, so I'm going to be helping along, uh, Galen Geigley. He is one of the co-owners of Parachute, which is the, um, the, they make the aircraft that I fly. So I'm going to be helping him out at the booth and just answering any questions, you know, people that walk in, want to check one out, uh, possibly doing some flying down there. Nice. So what cool. aircraft do you fly? It's a parachute Airwolf. Uh, that's the make and model. Yep, it's got a nine twelve uh, Rotax engine in it, hundred horsepower. Um, we fly Apco shoots five uh, fifties. Um, that's what I've flown. Yep, there she is. <laughs> a big monster. That's nice looking. Yeah. Thank you. Yep, that's Are the she wolf. Some of your here? Yeah. Yeah, yep, that's um that's my student TC. He just graduated, got certificated, so super Yay. proud of him. Congrats. Yep, he's killing it. Yep. That's all right. And there's Wes, he just got certificated too. Yep, the one in the middle. Oh. That I love that picture yep, right there. Are, that's pretty. I think you were messaging me that morning. Um, we were waiting to fly, oh. so we got all laid out, obviously, and then the fog rolled in, so we were kind of killing time. And I got nice. some nice when I was bothering you. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, you were going on a cross country. You said with your students that that morning. Yeah, yep. We ended up leaving a little bit later because of that, but that's okay. <laughs> we still completed the mission, so. 
you said it was a Rotax. What size Rotax motor did you say it was? It's a 912. 912 Rotax. That's a big yes. motor. Yep. It is. Yep. Um, I'll ask this one. Tony is asking, do you sit in the front of the powered parachutes when the passenger sits in the back? Um, so ours are equipped with dual controls, so I can fly it completely from the back as well. Um, the only thing that the front person uh, has to do is just turn on all of the switches. Um, but I have complete control from the back seat and obviously have control from the front seat as well. Um, but we have them set up for training. They're SLSAs, so that's what we teach in. What does that mean? <laughs> uh, it's a special light sport aircraft, so it's what you need to um, fly and train in. Okay. Yep, there's You're SLSA and ELS. <laughs> no worries. All right, Krista or Deweese? Any questions? Okay. Let's see. Um, let's see. Oh, how fast does it fly? Um, we have a constant true airspeed of about 30 miles an hour. Um, so it's we're never going to go really any faster than that unless we have a tailwind. Then that changes our ground speed. So okay. just the other day we were flying, we had some nice laminar winds of about 17 miles an hour, and we got up to just over 50 miles an hour on our downwind leg of the pattern. So that was kind of fun. It's it's fun to go fast every once in a while. Um, yeah. But the nature of these aircraft are just, they're low and slow. And your, and your um, preferred altitude? Um. I mean, it, it depends on where I am. Um, so, you know, if I'm flying in the fields, um, you know, and I'm, I'm not on a mission with a student, I like to get really low to the ground, um, you know, fly a couple feet off the ground, following the contours of the land. Um, so that's pretty fun. But technically, I can go up to 17,999 feet uh, as a private pilot. How high have you gone? So anywhere in between those. <laughs> Do you know how high you've gone? Um, right around 3,000. It, it's, it's kind of a badge of honor um, that a lot of sport pilots have to climb up to 10,000 feet um, just to say they did it. But um, I haven't gotten there yet. I've, I've gone about 3,000. Um, but you see you're a lot busy. less once you go high. So you're too I busy am. chasing the gophers. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, Mike Cotter from fly my PPG. Welcome Mike. Um, he's asking if you can elaborate a little bit more on your training program and how is it, how long is it and the cost? Um, so we like to have students set aside roughly two weeks for training. And again, that's all student progression um, and weather. It's a low wind sport. So um, we usually fly early mornings uh, until either winds or fatigue. Um, and we'll either ground school or break, depending on what time it is, midday. Uh, we come back again for evening training or ground school if the winds allow. Um, and the same thing, we fly till dark. Um, and again, you need at least 10 hours of dual training, two hours of solo training. But um, I always bring my students beyond that. Um, you need a cross country in there. Um, sometimes those are hard to get in as far as weather, but... Um, it's just another check off the list that we have to do. Um, and if anybody wanted to email me, I can definitely talk um, price about that. Yep. Okay. Krista, do you get any questions? So your wing for the PPG is a lot smaller. For the PPC, what size is your wing, meter-wise? Uh, we, we have a 550 square foot. Okay. Yep. 
and it's it's basically a square wing with rounded edges. Um, and as far as I know, you guys fly elliptical wings. So those are kind of almost like banana shaped. Uh, they're a little more sporty. Um, and we use the square wings mostly because they're they're stable. Um, and you need the square footage. So no barrel rolls or anything like that for you? We're not barrel rolling. <laughs> no. Me neither. <laughs> All right, Travis DuPont says, I'm late to the show. Isn't it legal for you to fly after dark? And I did see that you are night vision certified. Um, so my partner is night vision certified. So I have okay. um, about 20 hours on night vision goggles. So I'm working towards that rating. Um, but Bill Wallace from Powered Parachute Instruction um, he is certified um, for civilian night vision goggle training, so he can do that. I'm working on on that rating. So you can fly. That's, I mean, you can as a sport pilot, you can fly at night. No, not as a sport no. pilot. Um, the private pilot, you can. So you you get the nighttime privileges. Um, and with private pilot, you get to fly up to 17,999 feet. With sport pilot, you have to stay at 10,000 feet um, and you can fly, you know, sun up to sundown. So you were talking to me earlier today and you told me that you did go on some flights in the evening. Tell us about that. Um, yeah, a couple of them stick out in my mind. Um, we've done some uh, evening flights cross country um, to an airport. It's just under 20 miles from here. So we leave uh, around dusk with our night vision goggles on um, and two aircraft, you know, um, and I'd lead the way and we land at the other airport and lay out again, drop our nods and come back on night vision goggles. Um, so those flights definitely stick out in my mind as some of my favorite. Uh, the winds are typically really calm at night, so you, you get some good nighttime flying. Um, Krista? It's so, it's so pretty. You can see the lights from the city and everything. It's really pretty. <laughs> uh, what about your proudest moment? Um, that would be when I finally made CFI, um, cause I, I did school. It felt like forever. Um, and you know, it was every single day I was flying, I was training, I was, um, you know, trying to get my hours up because you need a certain amount of hours, uh, to be CFI. So that was definitely my proudest moment was, um, getting that certificate. <laughs> it was a lot of hard work. Um, so it's finally paid off. And, um, you know, I guess another proud moment too, I've had several because when you see a student pass and they're out there flying for fun and you go on Facebook and you see somebody that you trained, um, you know, enjoying the sport that you love so much, it's, that's a proud moment too. So that's kind of nice. Do um, powered parachutes have uh, big fly-ins like power Powered paragliders do throughout the they country. They do, yep, they do. Um, I've I've never been to one. I've just been to Sun and Fun. I, I went there once uh, last year, and I, I worked at the booth. Um, but they do have them. Do you have? Uh, do you fly with a reserve? I do not. Nope. Okay. Just under the wing that's uh, that's above me. <laughs> Okay, Eric is asking, drop her nods. What's that? No. No. Night vision goggles. Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, Travis is asking, have you had any close calls or accidents? Nope. No close calls, no accidents. Krista? So far, so good. Scariest moment? <laughs> Scariest moment. Um, 
I mean, I don't know if it's so much scary, but, you know, definitely, I'm sure you guys have been out there when the winds have picked up and you're just kind of getting tossed and you're, you're at the mercy of the winds. Um, so I wouldn't really say it's a scary moment, but it's just um, yeah, kind of makes you <laughs> grip your controls a little tighter, bringing it in. <laughs> Fly, my PPG wants to know what's the average cost of the motor and wing. Um, I mean, it depends if it's new or used, um, and a new Airwolf. So that's going to be with the 912 Rotex. That's, it's going to be roughly, um, mid $40,000, um, and the wings, I want to say they're, they're close to 4,000, um, for those. I think it's just under 4,000. Um, and these are ballparks because everything's always changing. Um, but you could get into a 582. It's the same frame as the Airwolf. It's the Pegasus. Um, and that's going to be a little bit cheaper because you're dropping down to a two-stroke uh, 65 horsepower. So we've got Heather White in here, and she says hello. And she says, we're supposed to ask if people skydive from your machines so <laughs> heather um is my student <laughs> hi heather hi heather thanks um, for joining is from yeah um so there's some uh rules that you need to keep in mind um when skydiving um it needs to be an slsa um and under no circumstances can you accept money from it um but it would say specifically in each aircraft's um, pilot operating handbook um, whether you can or cannot. So um, I would be, I would say the safest way to say that is to check your POH. <laughs> um, but the aircraft that I fly is certified for it. You just can't accept money. All right. Somebody want to ask James a question? Krista, you want to ask someone? Oh my gosh, I'm blind to that. Um, <laughs> a little late, so it's already been asked. What attracts people to PPC? Seems PPG is faster, easier, cheaper, and no license needed. Um, I mean, I want to be able to carry a passenger. Uh, that's important to me, um, but I think it's also important to know um, the rules of the sky and have some sort of training because um, there is a lot going on up there, um, you know, and they may be cheaper and faster, um, but I mean, I personally like my powered parachute. I like to sit down. I'm not really into the foot launch. <laughs> All right, Dweez. Um, did you say how long you've been flying? I know you did, but I can't remember. Clark video. Yeah, it's, it's been uh, just under two years. All right. And I warned you about this next gal, Wendy the Explorer. Um, she <laughs> says she hopes to meet you at Sun and Fun. I will make a point to come and say hello. That's the Absolutely, Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I will. Uh, I will be there at the power shoot booth um, in Paradise City, I think is what it's called, where all the light sport aircraft are. So stop in and say hi. <laughs> she will. She's awesome. Awesome. All right. Uh, let's see. Any other questions in the chat? Um, I have one. Go for it. How many hours can your wings take with the UV rays? Um, I mean, I would say probably it's, it's tough, it, but I would say the shelf life on a shoe is probably 15 years or so, but I mean, you, you should send it out to have it inspected. Um, and it's only a recommendation, but I would say every year. All right. My question is, yeah. when do you like flying? You take care of or sorry, mornings um, or evenings, or can you fly anytime with a parachute? Yeah. 
Um, so, I mean, typically the winds are down in the mornings and the evenings. Um, during the day, you get thermals a lot of times too. Um, and the, the powered parachutes are pretty susceptible to those. So um, I don't know if I really have um, one that I like better than the other. I just like when it's warm out. <laughs> I agree. But um, I mean, I've had so many awesome flights in the morning and in the evening, you know, watching the sunset, but also watching the sun come up too and, and warm up. So um, question, I'm going back. Rachel Blocker, she was one of our most recent um, past guests. She's like a monster weightlifter girl. Um, she's learning um, on the beach down in Corpus Christi, Texas um, to foot launch. Mm -hmm paramotor and she just went to her first fly-in and she said there were at, out at Salton Sea in California and she said mm -hmm. there were several powered parachutes um out there last week so um I would imagine that you're welcome at any of our fly-ins also awesome yeah I mean those the the two kind of go hand in hand um you know in aviation Yep. And Steve Clark, um, he's also just north of us. You're cutting out. <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm walking over you. I'm sorry. Um, Steve Clark is asking if you plan to go to Oshkosh this year. Melinda, are you there? Oh, Oshkosh. Um, I've oh. wanted to go to Oshkosh, but I don't know if I will. Um, okay. Uh-oh. I think we lost her. Darn it. You could tell it was getting slow. Um, let's see. Jeremiah Wren is in here. He's also a Wisconsin guy and he flies a PPC just north of us up uh, where Clark Video lives there. Are you back? I think so. I'm back okay. on my side anyways. <laughs> yep. We lost you there for a second. You were getting really yeah. slow there. Um, so we didn't hear what you said about Oshkosh. You were hoping to go? Oh, oh, so I've always wanted to go to Oshkosh, but um, probably I would say probably not this year, um, but I would like to go at some point in the future. Well, keep uh, me posted on that because we're only about three hours away. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I definitely will. We're, we're talking about possibly going this year, so but we're trying to figure out um, if we can... Uh, camp um there or if we've got to camp somewhere else and then if we can fly our paramotors in or if we have to just kind of stay out of that area um let's see gotcha yeah there's a lot going on there i'm sure all right krista or deweese do you um have you taken an siv class or or Anything like that? Uh, uh, what's an SIV? I'm not familiar with that. It's the... Um, Do we know what's, what's an SIV? It teaches you if your wing collapses, how to fix how to it, handle and, it. Uh, keep from crashing. I don't know what that... S or the I or the B stands oh, for, gotcha. but that's what it is. A safety. It teaches gotcha. you how to yeah, I'm not familiar with that. Yeah. So you don't. I know you definitely want you altitude if that happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. How do you, um, um, do you fly over the reserve? I do not. Nope. No reserve. Okay. Uh, John Wayne is asking, what's the physical requirements to fly a PPC? Um, I mean, I don't know what they would really be for physical requirements. I mean, you just got to be able to get in and out of the aircraft. Um, you know, if there is some work going into 
laying out the shoot and packing up the shoot. But I mean, I think anybody can do it, honestly. Um, it's, it's pretty easy. All right, next question. Wait, Eric, bring that one back. Brett Anderson, Brett Anderson says, Melinda, Mr. B from Minnesota, so proud of you and your contributions to the PPC community. Any tips on coastal flying? Oh, hi, Brett. <laughs> um, coastal flying, I guess, just, um, you know, rule of thumb, never fly over anything that you can't land on. That's, that's the only thing I got for that. Um, sometimes coastal winds tend to be a little weird, but um, I mean, otherwise it's beautiful <laughs> and do it if you can. All right. Next question, guys. <laughs> Eric, Jay's husband wants to know when you fly in cooler weather, what do you wear to stay warm? Oh, um, so I have a leather jacket that I wear. Um, it's my motorcycle jacket, but that cuts the wind incredibly well. Um, so I wear that a um, couple layers underneath it. I got to be able to move um, and function still and ski pants. I've got my mud boots that I wear. It keeps my toes warm with some electric socks on really cold days. Uh, those have been a lifesaver. <laughs> Yeah, and just right. leather gloves. Um, again, those are nice and thin, and they cut the weather. Uh, they cut the wind. Uh, Don Pritchard wants to know, or he says, do you and your partner give intro flights at Dunlin? If so, is there a fee? And also, on your way back to New Hampshire, how far do you go out of your way to train? Thank you. Um, yeah, Don is a good friend of ours. Hi, Don. <laughs> Um, yes, we do intro flights. Um, any, anybody that's interested in intro flight um, can contact me on my email address or Facebook. Um, I think my phone number might be up there. Um, but I, we can talk about price um, if they want to message me. And on my way back, um, you know, again, we were mobile training capable, so we can go anywhere, uh, anywhere in the U.S. to train. Um, anybody needs it so it's the beauty about right. living in a motorhome in the summertime <laughs> nice um will fly is asking what's the hardest thing about learning to fly a ppc um i think that one's kind of twofold so i would say as far as operating the aircraft um your launch is the most critical um but Secondly, I would say it's making the right judgment call as far as weather goes um, and knowing when to, you know, make a go or no go decision, um, doing your research and actually going to the airport and, you know, checking out the windsock and the conditions. Um, so that, that part's kind of twofold. So mechanically, it, it'd be the, the launch. So you said you don't you don't mind sticking around, but you prefer not to tonight because you have to get up at three in the morning because you sit and check the weather for your students for tomorrow, right? Yes. Yep. I'm up anywhere between three and four a.m. tracking winds and weather and calling the AWOS and checking radar. Um, so, you know, people travel from far away to, to come train. Um, and I want to make sure that, you know, we're out there every minute that we get um, flying. So it's, it's important. It's, it's part of the job. <laughs> All right. Deweese, you want to ask James a question? Uh, yes. Have you ever flown a PPG tandem as a passenger to compare differences in both types? I have not. I've never been in a PPG before. Um, I've, I've seen a bunch of them, you know, they, they fly around the airport quite frequently, but, um, I have not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what the difference is. I know they're, they're hand steering and uh, the wings different, but I've never been up in one. All right. Um, I know there's a couple other questions in here, um, if we can get to them, but I know there's something very, uh, dear to your heart that you want to talk about also, um, 
what we started our intro out with. Um, if you would like to go ahead and explain what that is all about. Um, sure. So um, Operation Flying Frogs is a, is a, like you said, very near and dear to my heart. It's a program um, that is the brainchild of Dave Kent. Um, and he is an ex uh, or retired Navy SEAL. Um, and he actually got training through Bill Wallace um, in PPI, Power Parachute Instruction. And um, he found that after getting certificated, you know, he's out there flying his own aircraft and he, he saw how therapeutic and what it was and, um, you know, dreamed up this program to um, get other retired Navy SEALs uh, up in the sky too, flying powered parachutes and kind of sharing his experience that he had with them. Um, so um, it's, it's been an awesome program to, to work with. Um, these guys are phenomenal to train. Um, and, you know, any donation that uh, anybody can give is a huge help. Um, our goal is to buy aircraft and trailers and place them throughout the U.S. so these SEALs can go sign them out and, um, you know, just kind of go let the stress away and, and fly around and, um, you know, just kind of kind of enjoy it. And it's, it's a big thank you for everything that they've done and the sacrifice that they've um, given, you know, for our country and some of them the ultimate sacrifice. But, you know, the ones that are here, it's it's the least we can do to help them. So, um, but it's, it's been an awesome program and I'm, I'm very fortunate to be a part of it. So that's very awesome. Um, like I told you earlier today, um, that this is similar to what, um, Todd Scandron does with resurgence PPG and he gets, um, um, military personnel, um, back up into the sky and gets them trained injured, uh, warriors. And, um, I think this mm -hmm. is great. Um, this is the first time that I've heard of this and I am very happy to help spread the word for you on this. Yeah. And, it's, it's much appreciated. Yeah. And if you guys get a chance, we put the website, um, the www.off.team, That'll take you right to the page. Um, explain a little bit more about it. And um, if you would like to make a donation, uh, you can contact uh, either by email or phone number um, or the address is on the screen. So have you had any um, Navy SEALs flying with you so far? Yes. Yep. Um, we, we completed the first round of the training program uh, up on the eastern shores in Virginia. Um, and it, it just it worked out so perfect. And these guys were so appreciative, um, you know, of, for the training and for the experience. And like I said, they were just phenomenal to work with. Um, and it's, it's the least we can do. You know, it's, it's a ton of fun. <laughs> and they get trained just like any of your other students then, correct? Absolutely. Yep. That's, it's the same exact thing that a, a regular student would go through. Um, there's, there's nothing different. They get their training. Um, you know, they get certificated and, and um, hopefully with donations, they'll be able to sign out these aircraft and to fly them on their own. Nice. Well, again, guys, um, yeah. if you get a chance, um, please go to Operation Flying Frogs at www.off.team. Um, and Will Fly's got a question. Melinda, do you have a YouTube channel? I do not. Um, <laughs> not yet, anyways. Um, I've had people suggest that uh, it's something that I do, but I... I do not as of yet. <laughs> well, you need to get one. Yeah, I know. You, I know. I've got so, so many pictures and videos. On, so what are you on on social media then? I know you're on Facebook. Uh, just Facebook. 
Yeah, I just, okay. just Facebook. Yep. So that's how I found you. We must have been friends somehow. And you were doing a, were you doing a live? Probably. Um, I try that's to go live uh, every time I fly. Okay. Yeah, me too. But my, I can't anymore because I have stupid gloves on. <laughs> well, it, I mean, it does make it difficult when it's cold out. I, I definitely don't want to take my gloves off. <laughs> Um, but I do like to um, document um, the students' experiences, and you know they they do like to go on Facebook and see themselves flying. And you know I, I know it was kind of a cool thing when I first started, and I still like to see it. So you yep. know, just getting the word out there about how much fun it is and how much we love it, and I, I think it's important. I want everybody to see it. So. <laughs> and Clark, Steve Clark is asking a question I know you covered already. Um, how many students on average? I, I think you, I believe you said seven, right? Um, had so I've had um, on my seventh graduating, but when um, somebody comes to me for training, it's one-on-one -on -one training. So mm -hmm. I, I do one person at a time and I take them through to certification. All right. How much runway do you need? Um, that's a good question. So we like to see at least 300 and obviously with no obstructions at the end. Um, it doesn't take very much uh, runway uh, to get off the ground, but there's a, a lot of factors that go into that. You know, how much um, wind you have, um, you know, how heavy your cart is at the time. Um, you know, atmospheric conditions, things like that. So, I mean, it, it can definitely vary. Um, the bulk of what eats up your runway is your uh, line inspection and your chute inspection upon rotation. This will kind of maybe show how much you need, but this is a takeoff again. Yeah, I was doing a touch and go with an intro flight that I had there. <laughs> That was a beautiful day. It was butter smooth up there. It looked like it. Yeah, it was a gorgeous day. Are these students of yours? Um, yeah, so I'm glad you brought that picture up. So uh, the second guy in from the left, um, the one that, yep, this guy right there, uh, that's John Goble. And um, he is our... Uh, he is a private pilot CFI, and he's also a DPE, um, which is a designated pilot examiner. Um, and he actually has been the one that's been testing the guys um, for Operation Flying Frog. So, um, oh. you know, he's a super sweet guy. He travels to us and he does their um, their final exams and their, their orals and, and gets them uh, certificated when they pass. So. Very nice. Um, we're thankful to have him around. Yeah, he's got a, a lot of experience um, in this sport and just uh, aviation in general. He's a, he's a wealth of knowledge. He's been awesome to work with. Um, and the guy on the left, the far left, I trained him. Um, his name's Ed. He was great to work with. And then the guy on the right is Dan, and uh, Bill Wallace trained him. Uh, they were buddies from the military that decided to get uh, their certificates together. And um, yeah, they were great to work with. And that, that was in New Hampshire. I was just going to ask, that doesn't look like Florida. <laughs> it's definitely not Florida. <laughs> yep, there's Ed again. Okay, I got a question. Sure. Because I'm, I'm new like you. Um, you guys don't wear helmets at all? I do not. Nope. Okay. Some people do. It's it's kind of a preference thing. Uh, there's a lot of guys out there that wear helmets, um, but I don't. Is this uh, another and student? Uh, yep. So that's my girl, Ada. Um, and we started her training uh, in Virginia and hopefully be finishing that soon. She was a hoot to work with. That was an awesome flight too. That one's oh, uh, that that's at? Virginia Beach. That's Virginia Beach. Oh, beautiful. 
It was a beautiful day again. It was butter smooth up there. Um, I got to fly the length of that beach. Nice. Yeah. What is this? Is this like on your black top or something? So um, that was, I took that out at the airport. That is a reflection from the rock guard on, um, on my aircraft. <laughs> but it was, the light was shining through just perfect. I, I can't remember if I had my headlamp on or what, but um, I had to take a picture of it. Just kind of came out neat. <laughs> hmm. Very nice. Yep. Actually, Don Pritchard's in that picture. <laughs> he was helping me lay out my shoot. Yep, back he's here. the one in the yellow shirt in the background. Yep, that's Don. Okay. Is this another student? Um, nope, that was my introductory flight. Um, he's from uh, down here in Florida with a friend of mine, Nicole. It's her son. Oh, um, okay. So I took both of them flying that morning. Yep. Okay. So how many machines do you have? Um, so I, I lease, um, but right now we have three that we are working with. Oh, okay. Yep. Beautiful pictures. Yeah, thank you. All right. Uh, let's see. Any other last questions before we got 10 minutes to keep her on here and then she's going to have to go. Clark um, video wants to know, typically, how long does it take to train the average person? Um, I mean, and, and again, it's, it's super weather dependent, but I mean, it can be in as little as like eight and a half days to, to two weeks. Um, you know, it's all in its student progression. So if, if, you know, they're catching on and we're getting really good weather, it, it can go really quick. Um, okay. The real as as question. All of our, yeah. How long did it take you? Um, well, my training was part-time. I had kind of unconventional training because I was traveling back and forth to, um, you know, down here from New Hampshire on the weekends. Um, so okay. it was probably a couple of months of doing that, but I, you know, I came down two days at a time and sometimes I got to fly and sometimes the winds were up and, and didn't allow it. So, um, but when somebody has the time to dedicate to it, you know, I would say two weeks, um, we can get it done. All right. We've got a gentleman, um, that flies a PPC North of us and he's asking that he added skis um can i take out my 25 pound weight are you familiar with that i'm not familiar with that i've i have not flown in with skis um and i'm not sure why he's um has some weight in there yeah that i can't answer i apologize <laughs> okay um girls um, Mark has one. How many hours? Um, so on a nine twelve, the TBO, um, which is the time before overhaul, is two thousand hours, um, and that's a four-stroke engine. Uh, but on a two-stroke, like a five eighty-two, you're looking at three hundred hours on uh, TBO. Um, I don't know if that helps or not. <laughs> the four strokes tend to last longer and they're more reliable. Nick Griffith wants to know what your go-to wing is. Go-to wing, uh, that would be the APCO Cruiser um, 550. Okay, Angela wants to know, do these things steer with your feet? Yes. Yep. So they're, they're foot steer, um, which is kind of nice because it leaves your hands free. Uh, you just need your throttle hand. Um, 
in straight and level flight though, you can typically just kind of let go and enjoy the view. Um, your left hand is going to be on your ground steer, but you only need that when you're on the actual ground. So, um, yeah, that's, that's another thing that I like about, um, powered parachutes is the, the hands-free aspect. Where's your throttle? Uh, throttle is right hand. So it's, it's right next to your right thigh. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, Clark is asking, have you ever heard of anybody self-training a powered parachute? Um, I mean, I've, I've heard of it. I don't, I don't necessarily recommend it, but I've, I've heard people have, have done it. Um, especially if you're taking up a passenger, I think it's super important to get training, um, with doing that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Wendy, ask her if she has flown with Brian Benfer. Uh, I have not. Um, I know we are Facebook friends, um, but I have not flown with him. Okay. But I do know who he is. <laughs> Luis or Krista. Uh, so person who asked Jeremiah about the 25, um can you hear her i can't yeah it's 150 uh, pounds so i keep the 25 pound weight the previous owner had inside the seat if you can hear me interesting yeah um so i haven't heard of anybody doing that um I mean, I, I've never flown with, with weights on it, but um, powered parachutes are heavier aircraft um, than PPGs and the, and the trike kits. Um, so I'm not really sure what aircraft uh, he was flying either. All right, Deweese. Um, Will Fly wants to know if uh, you get briefs from flight service stations. Uh, yes, yep, I actually just did a training exercise uh, yesterday with my student uh, and we did a mock uh, cross-country flight plan and called it into flight services and um, they're they're really good they give you all sorts of information about anything going on any tfrs um, fronts all sorts of stuff angela is asking how do you flare on a landing um so you just roll on to uh, to both foot bars at the same time and and it produces a flare and increases the camber uh, in the chute and it kind of slows your ground speed a little bit a little bit of lift and about three to five feet off the deck um, you uh, you initiate a flare okay Deweese, what are you laughing about will fly said wx is not wisconsin that's <laughs> better <laughs> Just an FYI. <laughs> Krista? Sorry. What? You want to ask any other questions? Uh, Travis, I don't know if this is... Uh, hold on. I'm trying to decide whether I want to... Are power parachutes as agile as para, power paragliders? Um... I mean, I think they're pretty agile, although I've seen some powered paragliders that um, they looked like they were going upside down. So we definitely can't do anything like that. But, um, you know, we've definitely pushed them to their limits and they, they are pretty nimble in, in my opinion. So, I mean, compared to a PPG, um, you know, I, I would probably say powered paragliders are a little bit more um, agile, but... Um, we get a lot more weight as well um, nice. with the powered parachute. So, Travis Dupont wants to know if Bliss is your real name or stage name. That is my real name. <laughs> yes, I swear to God. <laughs> he likes asking some off the wall questions. Last week, That's he asked okay. how long I, my guest was in jail. That to me. <laughs> 
we're not ashamed. <laughs> yeah. The only dumb question is the one that's not asked, right? <laughs> All right. So if anybody wants to join in the after show, I would think maybe Krista might hang out maybe a little bit. I don't know. Um, and Deweese, I'm going to make her hang out. Um, but Melinda's got to get to sleep. She's got Betty by because she's got to get up um, at two or three, four o'clock in the morning and uh, check weather. She's got to check the Wisconsin weather. The Wisconsin weather. Yeah. yeah. The Wisconsin briefing. <laughs> Don't call me until six. <laughs> um, but again, thank you. And guys, please check out um, Operation Flying Frogs. It's a pretty cool name. Pretty cool um, um, organization that uh, is dear to Melinda's heart and a lot of other people. And it's doing our military people uh, <coughs> some good, giving them some happiness after being retired. So again, Melinda, she can be found on Facebook. And if anybody wants to... Um, friend you i'm sure you wouldn't mind um letting them in on on your lives and letting them see a little bit of your world on facebook right yeah absolutely yep i, I welcome uh, anybody that shares the same love that i do for the sport so i want to spread the and word I, about it <laughs> and i really do hope to meet you you are a wonderful person and uh, it was very wonderful talking to you a couple times today um, yeah, you you're welcome it. back anytime. I hope that you watch. And if you want to join in on the chat, um, I'll reach out to you someday when we don't have any other guests and we do a girls night and we'll, gotcha. that's not including you, um, girls night and we'll just have fun <laughs> and see where everybody's at, you know, from the time that they've been on. Awesome. So, yeah. So Deweese, where can we find you? Uh, YouTube under Deweese Milstead, uh, Instagram, Facebook under Deweese Milstead, TikTok under uh, Weezy RN, W-E-Z-E-R-N. Can't think of anything. Else. Oh, Snapchat, but I don't remember under what. Deweese Milstead? I think so. Randy said Waterhead. <laughs> <laughs> Krista, where are you found at all? Uh, so Jane just made me join TikTok. Oh, all right. So I'm actually at cupcake.krista on TikTok. Cupcake. Gotta put videos on. Gotta put videos. Oh, yeah. That's a problem. I asked for Snapchat videos to put on our intro and I got I nothing. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I need to get with Wendy. <laughs> Wendy, help me. All right. Um, again, thank you guys. And I want to say hello to my parents and my in-laws that are watching and um, to also some of my students at Tomahawk High School and maybe some of my coworkers. Oh, you should have told me I would behave myself. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, um, we will end tonight um and if anybody wants to join in the chat um i think eric is going to put something in there but remember you got to have chrome and we'll just stick around for just a little while until next week um actually also next week quickly we have hillary fair coming on as our guest so we'll learn about her throughout the week and work on her intro all right have a good night guys Nice to meet you, Melinda. Nice to Hi. meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you guys. Take these broken wings and learn to fly. Thank mm -hmm. you.